serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday! Oh, thank goodness it's Friday. This portion of the amazing program is brought Brought to you by by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Vision Bureau's Ethics Award, because they are ethical, unlike Putin! Yeah, we're going to get back to Putin. Not ethical at all, or the next lady that we're going to be speaking of. Yeah, yesterday uh, we had a very interesting conversation with Matt Salmon. He's running for uh, governor on the Republican side. And, uh, boy, did he go after Arizona's bigot, Wendy Rogers, who's an Arizona state senator, a Republican going after a Republican. We wanted to play you a portion of this. Uh, Here's the setup from yesterday. We had him on late in the show. Here's the setup for Salmon. And then I think Chad may have asked the greatest question I've ever heard in my entire life. It's the second question of the interview. It was so good you turned your microphone off. And and laughed. (laughs) And it was good. Here we go. All right, earlier this week, Republican and Democratic state senators joined together. When have we ever said that before? Not, they hold hands? Not much. Uh, they joined together in a historic vote, and they censured State Senator Wendy Rogers. First time in three decades, senators publicly censured one of their own members. Uh, she's the uh, she's the she's the person that called for public hangings. Uh, she attacked Ukraine's president. She's loving life at the white nationalist conventions. And today, let's Matt's- not forget she also stood there and been persecuted, much like Jesus and Trump. Oh goodness, that was a crazy tweet. Say it real quick. What was it? Yeah. She 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 feels she's in good company because they went after Trump twice, and of course Jesus died oh on the gosh. cross, and she got yelled at by people in her own party. Joining us now is Matt Salmon, just like Jesus. <laughs> He's a Republican candidate for a governor. Matt, how are you today? I'm doing all right. How you doing? We're doing all right. So you've come out strong against Rogers today. We see that. Uh, what do you want to see happen? Well, I think she should step down. I think it's uh, clear uh, her uh, belligerent attitude uh, after being censured. Uh, you know, usually this kind of an action would cause somebody to maybe do a little bit of self-reflection and realize maybe they were a little bit off kilter. Her doubling down and uh, uh, coming out with these crazy defenses. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to be silenced because I'm white. Well, it doesn't have to do with the fact that you're white. It has to do with the fact that you got a big mouth and you're saying stupid things that don't help uh, the public discourse. They actually hurt. And we've got a lot of important things in the state of Arizona to do. And I think we need to get beyond this. And I think for the good of everybody, she should step down and let somebody else serve in that capacity. Matt, uh, what the hell's wrong with the uh, Republican Party? Why is so many crazy asses running around doing so many things? I'm, I'm, I'm being serious here. Because, you know, I mean, the, the Democrats got the squad and a bunch of that insanity. But the reality is there's just too much nuts going on, and they're getting too much press. Can you rein some of that back in? Look, I think that common sense uh, is something that is lacking with a lot of folks uh, that end up running for office. And, uh, you know, some of the things that are being said today, look, I'm going to say this without equivocation. Uh, this uh, uh, trying to coddle up to white supremacists, it is disgusting. Uh, it has no place in either party. And, and you know what? You're right. She has her freedom of speech. That's what she's saying. You know, I have my right to freedom of speech. This is not about cancel culture. You have your right to say any damn thing you will I want to say you can scream it from the rooftops if you want to, but I have a right to say what I'm going to say too, and that means you don't, you're not fit to serve anymore. Talking to a Republican gubernatorial candidate, Matt Sam, we call him the big fish around here because he comes on our show. Pretty much nobody else does. Uh, Matt, what are 
people in the Republican Party, I mean, they, they spoke out about her, but this went on way too long. Too many people, the ghost stars of the world, all these people, they keep doing things, and it's like the party is afraid to say stuff as if, you know, they're going to get scolded and destroyed. What is it about this this weird thing? Of, uh, are they hypnotized that they're afraid to say something much earlier before it gets to this point? Well, everything in... in politics right now and i'm i'm seeing it up close and personal uh you know with social media it's it's just as nasty and divisive and people can say anything that they want without any backup whatsoever they can make stuff up and pull it out of their back pocket and throw it at you and uh you know it's just gotten to be i I mean look i know there's a lot of good things about social media but there's a lot of bad things about it too yeah and you know I, i i just think that you know the more and more we let this stuff go on and on and on without standing up. You know, at, at some point in time, you know, the inmates are running the asylum. And, you know, th- we've got to stand up and call it what it is. And, you know, right now, um, I, I saw somebody uh, uh, put out in a, uh, in a post uh, a couple days ago that, you know, we're all Ukrainians now. The, the, the fact is, we should be standing together against this despot. Uh, that uh, is destroying lives and, and doing everything uh, he can to uh, basically. I, I mean, we got a crazy man. We got Vladimir Putin, yep. who is a, a, a nutcase, who's doing everything that he can to, to destroy lives instead of build them up. And uh, the, the world should stand up and be counted. Ronald Reagan, who is the greatest, one of the greatest leaders that ever lived. I love the guy. In fact, that's what uh, originally got me into the Republican Party, Ronald Reagan and his vision. He was one of the greatest human beings, I believe, that ever lived. And he said uh, he likened us to a shining city on a hill. Well, we got to get that shining city back. Yeah. Matt, and that shining city. And we got to start talking about what's good and what, we can, what, what can be done and not just trashing everything and, and, and going down to the lowest common denominator. We got to be about prosperity and, and you know, opportunity. And, and it, this is a great country and we're better than this. And, 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 and if we just sit on the sidelines and, and, you know, try to do everything we can just to be elected in office, that's not good enough. You got to stand up and fight for what you believe. Look, I've taken on during my lifetime, some of the leaders of my party, I've taken him on. In fact, one of the leaders of my party, I went into his office with two other guys and said, we got the votes to take you out as speaker. And we did. Nobody does that. Yeah, right. Not in the Republican Party. You don't, you don't go up against the toughest, most powerful Republican, the Speaker of the House. You don't do that. I did. And the fact is that I think that maybe it's time for a little bit of statesmanship where people are willing to stand up and maybe have a cause that's more important than their own miserable political future. Matt Sam is joining us on KTAR. Um, I thought Ducey was weak with his answer when he was asked, you know, Wendy Rogers or a Democrat. And he goes, well, Wendy Rogers is better than the Democrat. You'd rather work with Wendy Rogers or a Democrat, Matt? I'll tell you what, I would rather I would rather work with a human being. A Democrat? <laughs> I would rather I, I would rather I, I, I'm just telling you, I want to work with somebody that actually cares about this country and loves freedom. And is willing to fight uh, to, to build up humanity and not tear it down. And that's and if that's a Democrat, that's who you work with. Whoever, yeah, whoever it is. Look, look. If we act right now, if she steps down, I think Republicans control it. Look, I want somebody that's going to. Uh, I, I, 
I, I make no bones about it. I'm a, I'm a Republican. I want to work with the Republicans. I believe in people that actually uh, believe that uh, when government does for you what you can do for yourself, it actually hurts you. I actually believe that uh, that uh, government is not the solution to our problems, just as Ronald Reagan said. I, I, I do believe that typically speaking, when it comes to uh, public policy, Republicans have the, the, the best answers. But the fact is that we've got to we, we, we've got to be moral high on the moral authority, too. Right. Right. Hey, last one, uh, Matt. Uh, Wendy Rogers uh, is an extremist. She she endorsed Carrie Lake. Is Carrie Lake as extreme as Wendy Rogers, in your opinion? I think Carrie Lake is a poser from the word go. I don't think there's anything real about her. I've said this before. I'm applying for a job. She's trying out for a part. Uh, I, I think like Carrie that. Lake is uh, is all made up and fabrication. I'm not sure what the hell Carrie Lake believes. Wow. I think she's a poser. Poser, man. Look, I haven't heard that word poser in a long time. Matt Salmon, Republican uh, candidate for governor. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate it very much. Thank you. All right. So, uh, Matt Sam, that sounds like a guy who's electable to me. It does. It does. Sounds like a guy who doesn't like... A, a, a small portion of his party that's very loud, and I think most they get people an don't outsized like view from everybody that shouldn't happen because they say things, so everybody follows along, and a lot of the people that follow along are there to because they could stir up controversy and people want to see what they're all about. But the reality is, is you pay too much attention. You know how you get them to go away? Stop paying attention. Stop. And sometimes you have to pay attention to because if you do, you can't ignore it, though, you can't ignore that. It's not about ignoring it. It's about reacting to it. You know, it's like one of those things where it's like, I saw what you did. Mm. Right. And right. then you hold them accountable, but you don't make the big deal out of it because then it brings them more notoriety or whatever it is that they're looking for. Well, Wendy Rogers sent out an email making money off this. Of course, they're a perfect example. Right. I still think you got to call her out. And that's what Matt Salmon did. I give him credit. You call out the right way, which is what they did by censoring her, but you don't talk about it and turn it into something more. All right. Coming up next, why are Americans booking Airbnbs in Ukraine? It's a crazy story. We'll talk about it next in the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Question. Answers. Why are Americans booking Airbnbs in Ukraine? I, I bet it has something to do with helping the Ukrainians. That's exactly it. Look at that. You're good. You're good. So Americans are booking the Airbnbs in Ukraine. It's a way to donate. How do you donate to the the local folks who are in the middle of a war zone in Ukraine? Guess what? Those Airbnbs aren't getting rented. No. I don't think anywhere, anyone on the planet wants to go there right now. So uh, I love this. I didn't hear about this until earlier today that we have, uh, it's not only in America, but people around the world, they're booking rooms in Ukraine on Airbnb as a way to donate money directly to the residents. Because think about like how much money they're going to, they're never going to rent no. that place again. What place? A what? Exactly. Who's going to stay there? Think about like right now, if you're in the valley and you're renting out a house, all right, you're living somewhere else, but you've got a house that, you know, you're renting out and that's a big source of money for you. And now let's just say you can't, you can't rent that Scottsdale house out anymore after today for one reason or another. You're losing a huge chunk of your, of your, of your money that comes in. 
You can't even put, you know, uh, everybody's trying to do as much as they can. I saw today, what was it, the uh, the NFT. There's a non-fungible token. And normally they're supposed to be like an investment thing where you buy it, you you own something, whatever it is, and they're just usually stupid. They don't work. Ours works way better, by mm. the way. Uh, just to let you guys know that. Okay. But uh, the the it's just a flag. It's an NFT that's just a flag of the Ukraine. They raised seven million dollars overnight. You know what I do? That seven million dollars, and I'd raise another seven. I'd go out and go, all right, how many soldiers can we buy for this? I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but Pay- you know what? At this point in time, where's Lindsey Graham? Get her over here. So you would pay soldiers to come in from other countries? Yeah. Why not? I know. You know, what? I talked to my clients, our good buddy the other day, he said, oh, don't think some of these people are coming over and, and not effort. getting a little something-something. Somebody along the way, there are, there, are, there, are, there are certain funds out there that are probably throwing them something, making sure they get there and that they've... And by the way, the Japanese have sent some of their elite, some of the elite guys that have been hanging out. They're like, we need to help. They're, they're not being sent by the government. They're retired, but they're sending some, and there's some special forces. You've got some Gurkhas who are on the way. You've that? got, uh, that's a, uh, special forces, British special forces that aren't actually British. It's kind of a weird thing, but okay. that's what they fight for. You got a bunch of French foreign legion. Well, because if you're in Ukraine, you get three days of training and then you go to the front lines. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Which now, by the way, just to let you know, when you Step into the Ukraine, you're in the front lines. Yeah. Because with the way that they're indiscriminately bombing, like a nuclear plant. That was scary last night. So a new they were they were shelling a nuclear plant. Yeah. And I I didn't understand exactly the difference between that plant and Chernobyl, but this one was like six times bigger. And it's modern. Yeah. Chernobyl was built with like you know, like a you know plywood board sure. and stuff. It sure. was not that. Sure. Half the buttons weren't even real. But when firefighters <laughs> went in to put the fire out, they were getting shot at. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. I just got to believe, like, if that was the case, things can't be going well for Russia. And and I'm why sitting, are you shelling a nuclear plant? You don't know what you're doing. I'm sitting there last night and I, and I, and I'm talking because I watched it throughout the night, and which is not good because I didn't get a lot of sleep. And I'm sitting there and I'm asking myself two things. You're better on no sleep. If 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 you did that on purpose, you're what are you doing? The second thing is. Mm-hmm. Is there just some kids out there that are like 19 and 20? They've been trained for the last several weeks in this, in some of these things. And they're, and they're Russian indis- soldiers? And they're indiscriminately firing into I the dark? Know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's- but they shut, two of them weren't damaged. The other four were shut down. They have taken that one over and they're trying to seize the other two. That one is the largest nuclear power plant in Europe. And should it, it explode and melt down, it would be 10 times the size of Chernobyl and bigger than Fukasaki. Remember when that whole thing with the tidal wave? Yep. That's how nasty that would be. My goodness. It's going to be in. He is not interested in going in and it and and, you know, taking over and occupying. He's interested in eviscerating he at this be. point. Yeah, he might be. But how are Americans helping? They're renting out Airbnbs. They're sending the money into donation. I, I think it's great. I think that's great. Americans want to do something, and it's tough. What can you do? You can pray. You can send money. What else? Bullets. Can we send bullets? No, I mean, you can know. buy bullets? I, I don't know how to sell bullets through the mail. Well, I mean, you know. But at least through the mail, but couldn't we do that? Couldn't we donate? I think Amer- right? I think I think our government has sent them plenty of bullets. I don't think we've sent them enough. Uh, you're probably right. All right, coming up next, experts say the economy is booming. All right, how can that be with high prices? The gas station, grocery store, and rent. We'll explain next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, the U.S. added how many jobs today? 678,000 in February. So that is a sign of uh, economic health. I think a lot of people look at the economy and, you know, some people think it's booming. Some people think it's awful because we have inflation, we have high gas prices. Um, But in terms of jobs, this is... uh, this is a good number. Let's figure it out. Joining us, Dave Packer, our friend from ABC News. All right, so the jobs report was good today, Dave. Yeah, it was. And you said that number, 678,000, a uh, big number for jobs in February. Um, and uh, unemployment, that rate dropping from 4% to 3.8%. So that extends a sharp decline that we've seen in joblessness as the economy rebounds and people are spending and we we do have this inflation and obviously it's hanging over everybody's head and everybody's dealing with it but at the same time it seems like it's not stopping people from spending and so the uh a little bit more fuel for the inflation fire yeah but people are spending dave and i think you know this they're 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 spending because everything's getting more expensive which is part of it the yield curve uh, which so many economists and traders look at, which is the short-term interest rates are higher than the long-term, that's getting close, and that's usually a scary thing. And many, many economists now are coming out saying, there's, with the sanctions, with all that's going on, it's going to be tough not to see some sort of recession uh, this year. Yeah, and, and you're hearing talk of that. You're hearing that from economists, and it's, it's certainly possible. Um, yeah, what the, the inflation is continuing. At some point, it, it is going to put the brakes on on the economy. And we do, of course, have you know these numbers that came out today. They they are they're strong, but they were collected before the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, and that, as we've seen, has sent oil prices jumping. You know, some places are paying four or five dollars a gallon uh, for gasoline, and in, in the Northeast. It's fuel oil, heating homes, and, and, and those are costs that you have to bear that, you know, that are not discretionary. And uh, with these geopolitical pressures on top of the supply chain problems, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's certainly pressuring the economy. At the same time, uh, you know, there are, there are more jobs out there than there are people to take those jobs. Hmm. And that's, you know, in terms of, you know, just looking at the economy, in terms of, you know, the job numbers, uh, you know, things are historically strong. Yeah, it's Dave, crazy. Dave Packer, ABC News. Thanks, man. Okay, Larry, Chad, take care. All right, Thanks, you got it. man. Your voice is amazing. Dave's voice <laughs> is awesome. I just walk around all day, just tell you what's going on. Guys, how are you doing? I know, I know. All right, so rent prices are through the roof. Gas prices are through the roof. Inflation, you go to the grocery store, through the roof. People are still spending. You made an argument. I, I heard it. Um, yeah, I mean, you're just you're, you're you're not getting as much, and you're spending more. Right. The Fed is going to raise interest rates, so we're looking at what's going up, what's going down. The Fed is going to raise interest rates. We're in March. It's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how the rest of this year works out. You mentioned the R word. Can't I hate that thing? The recession. Are we going to hit something in to in twenty twenty two? Um, we can't not based on the sanctions being put on. We're going to see a contraction in Europe. By the way, Russia's economy was it's not a big economy. It's like think of like Brazil or Argentina as far as a world power economy. It isn't that. But it, the effect of, on it is going to be felt. And then you couple that with all of this other stuff that's going on. Debt is going to start to get more expensive. So people have credit cards, all of those things. You're going to continue to see 
this move in a direction where people don't feel confident. That's the other side of this. People are starting not to feel confident. That every do, time do gas prices make you immediately not feel confident. Mm. Is that like the one thing, or is it rent, or is it all of it? Well, it's all it that. But the right? gas price is the one thing that's in our face every day because we're passing a gas station. Yeah. By the way, my uncle just texted me. He said, uh, "Place down the street was four fifty nine yesterday, five fifty nine today." So up a dollar in California. Up a dollar in California. Yeah. Well, we we actually opened the show today by opening the phones, and we said, you know, we should do this again. Do it. Um, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we could do that at four o'clock. Yeah, I think that was pretty idea. interesting because you know uh, we had said we asked people listen when you're you're in the car right now you're listening to us you're passing a gas station call us. You know what does it look like? We had three ninety nine, four twenty three, four thirty nine. Uh, we had a Costco that's 377. The Valley of the Dirt people, you guys text me, you guys tweeted at me. 825. 399 to 359. <laughs> Valley of the Dirt people. That is, here's the premium we get is a <laughs> yeah. little bit cheaper because we live with the Valley of the Dirt people. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh, still to come. Still we, to come. We have to mention this story. We're trying to figure out if it's true or not. Because if it's true, it may be the worst case of, I'll just say, adult bullying I've ever seen in my entire life. We'll do that coming up next. The Get Us a Chat Show. That is that is the name. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, ninety two three FM. The Get Us and Chat Show, two till six. Is it okay if uh, we take a pause in the show? I want to call my uh, little niece Cassie. Absolutely. In uh, in Atlanta, it's her birthday today. Pablo, give me a line out, will you? go we're sorry you oh. must first dial a one or zero when calling this number Pablo. Please, please hang up and try your call again all right dial the one just get her on the phone all right so my uh, niece cassie all right do we have cassie on the line hey cass happy birthday from your uncle silly how are you i'm good how are you we're doing good how old are you now 11 what are you doing for your birthday today well i just went on a giant shopping spree with my mom Oh, that's good. How much did you get to spend? $1,000? No. $200? Yeah. Yeah, 200 bucks. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's like a half a tank of gas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you get some birthday money? Because we actually do need some gas money. Maybe you can send that out. <laughs> did uh, <laughs> did did, uh, did Uncle Silly over here send you anything? Yeah, yeah. What did I send you? I'd like to know. We haven't opened presents yet. Oh, oh, we sent you something good. I don't know what it is. I know. Hey, Cass, can I play you the happy birthday kazoo? I do this for, for, for just the most special people. Are you ready? Sure. Cassie. good was that Cass that was amazing <laughs> she sounds thrilled Cass who's your favorite uncle Chad Uncle Chad oh geez rock and roll Cass uh, happy birthday happy birthday have fun we'll see you later yep I think when you're almost a teenager I don't know if they want to hear from you on no. your birthday anymore no. You said right. every time they wake up on their birthday, they're like, hey, do we get to be on the radio today? And I'm um, thinking they're thinking themselves, oh, God. Oh, ah, crap. Is he going to call was, me again? I was sitting there wondering, how old is she 11. today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Jack. Like, if so I call Jack funny. and he's on playing Jack's his friends, 11, yeah. right, playing whatever game they're playing with, they're just, you know, <laughs> NHL 22. Mm. And he's she'd be like, what do you want, Dad? 
Oh, bed. I'm like, hey, it's good talk, Jen. Good talk. <laughs> Let's do this again sometime. Uh, we're. I got to bring this story up. We're trying to find out if it's true, if it's actually a real story. Because if it is, this I'm is, thinking it's not. All right, Becky Lynn, you tell me if you think that there. Are, this is a rumor. I'm just putting. Uh, this is a rumor. I'm okay. not sure if it's true. Okay. Okay. So if this is true, this has got to be the worst adult bullying situation I've ever heard of. Okay. So right now they're having like in the NFL the combines. They basically all the all the, uh, the the college players who go into the draft they go out they run and they they catch and they throw. They measure. It's really weird. They measure like every. Yeah. Like they hold their arms out. They measure, measure your hand. It's their audition. Did you right. see that the the quarterback? Yeah. I'm so st- I'm walking out yesterday. And the big talk and the front with all the ladies and the guys was. Kenny Pickett, who's supposed to be one of the number one picks, his hand size would be the smallest in NFL history for right. a quarterback. Right. So they had a ruler out, and everybody was going by, just yeah. measuring to see if their hands were bigger. So, like, Cliff Kingsbury's out there for the Cardinals. He's looking at players. Here's- Smiling, thinking, man, can you believe they gave me all that money for another, like, 28 years? <laughs> and the head coaches meet with the players. Here's the rumor. The head coach of the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, met with a top quarterback prospect and made him drink a glass of milk at their meeting. Fully knowing that that top quarterback prospect is lactose intolerant. Nah, I'm not buying that. And he did it because he wanted to test the kid's toughness and ability to re- to recall plays while in pain. I don't buy that. I don't buy that either. It's the NFL. you got to be tough. Um, if, especially if you have small hands. And by the way, it's a different kind of NFL now, first of all, right? So it's kind of more of a gentler. warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it's a warm and funny. We're all inclusive. We don't want to put anybody in bad situations. But think about if you're in your, you're young, you're a rookie, you're 21 years old, you're, you want to go to the NFL, and a, a head coach knows your weakness. It's ice cream, it's milk, you're going to crap yourself, right? Guys, these guys, this guy's really good. He's great on the run, he can do all kinds of things. So what we're going to do, instead of starting <laughs> you four, we've got several large boxes of ice cream, and they're going to rush him because he's lactose intolerant. We will not be going to Dairy Queen after the game. <laughs> the game is a mess, and he, that's not mud, people! So the rumor is he drank it. Would you have? Dr- I wouldn't have done it. I would. I would have poured it on the guy's head and yeah, said, "Screw I you!" It right back at him. I don't believe that story. I don't think it's. You real. don't think so? No, I do not. It's think a rumor. It's First of all, it's Dan Campbell of the Lions, and he would never do anything that sneaky because it's Dan Campbell of the Lions. I don't know anything about Dan Campbell. Though. He cries a lot. He does. He cried at a press conference, but he is the coach of the Lions, and he, he should be allowed to cry yeah. if you're the coach of the Lions. <laughs> These guys are horrible. When I took the job, I thought <laughs> I was going to win. Boy, he must have really cramped up during that interview. That lactose intolerance stuff is tough. <laughs> Coming up next. Hey, why can't we just go in and whack Putin next?